Are you ready to unlock your true potential and live a life in alignment with your unique human design? Introducing the Human Design Accountability Group, the place where inspiration meets transformation. I'm Madeline, your guide on this incredible journey through human design. In this safe and supportive space, you'll have the opportunity to explore the depths of your own human design chart. Curious minds come together to ask questions, share experiences, and be inspired by one another. Laughter, camaraderie, and fun are at the heart of our weekly Zoom meetings. Together, we'll delve into the intricacies of your human design, helping you uncover the unique blueprint that makes you, well, you. With our collective support, you'll stay accountable to living your best life, embracing your true self, and fulfilling your potential like never before. Join me for these transformative sessions that will empower you to live authentically and aligned with your human design. So, are you ready to step into your true self, find inspiration, and live according to your unique design? Join the Human Design Accountability Group today. To keep this group intimate, I've capped it at 30 participants. As of right now, there are only a few spots left. Don't miss out on this life-changing opportunity. We'll meet on Tuesday mornings from August 8th through the 29th, and the investment is just $50. Reserve your spot now by visiting the link in the show notes or DM me the word group on Instagram to get signed up. I can't wait to welcome you to the Human Design Accountability Group. This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, we are talking about reflectors, one of my favorite energy types ever. Want to know a fun fact? I hear from at least one or two reflectors every single day over on Instagram. I get so many messages from you reflectors, and it's incredible because reflectors make up only 1% of our population, and there's only one reflector that I'm fully aware of in my life that I've actually met and known and had a relationship with. I've come across other ones in readings and in passing, but there's only one that I know of that I've really gotten to know deeply. But you reflectors seem to just be like a moth to a flame in my DMs, and I love it. However, it kind of makes me sad because almost every single reflector that reaches out for the first time tells me that they don't like that they're a reflector or that their life is really, really challenging or that they've been told that they are not here to have their own life. They're only here to serve others and to be a servant for humanity. And to me, that's a bunch of bullshit. That is absolutely not true. That is so negative, so disempowering. And I think reflectors are some of the most in incredible, magnetic, fascinating people in the entire world. And I'm so excited to serve you today by helping you understand how you know when you're in alignment and how you know when you're out of alignment. If you're not a reflector, definitely please listen to this as well, because it's going to help you to get along better with the reflectors that are in your life. But first, I'm going to read 
I'm going to read the review of the week. So I'm heading over to Apple Podcasts and I see a five-star review titled Starlight Starbright. Madeline, thank you for sharing your light and helping me find my light and bringing me back brightness to my life. Thanks to you, I discovered I'm a manifester, 3-5, emotional authority, digestion of direct light, and my strongest sense is outer vision. The past two years, I have been hiding my grief after my dad died, or at least I thought I was hiding it. I was angry, my not-self theme, all the time. Once I discovered my design, so much has changed. I really do feel lighter, brighter. I believe this happened once I took the Manifest with Madeline course and started listening to your podcast. I started changing how, when, and what I eat, following my emotions, and stating my truths. Started recognizing the gifts I have, which reminded me of things my dad would say to me. Your podcast was just what I needed to find my inner light. What a wonderful gift you are. Sincerely, Tammy. Oh, that is like so heartwarming, Tammy. Thank you so much for that incredible review and just that feedback in general. I remember who you are. You are inside of Manifest with Madeline, my six-week course that will be coming out again at some point here, probably in the fall. But that's amazing. I I love hearing this information from you, Tammy, because it shows that you are actually following your design. You're taking one step at a time, one foot in front of the other to get in alignment so that you can have an overall better life, be more magnetic, feel better, feel more aligned. And why this is so revolutionary is because almost everybody that's obsessed with human design stops at the learning stage. They just consume so much information like this podcast, and there's nothing wrong with consuming information. The very first stage of change is to actually hear information and not even take steps. But then you do have to actually take steps once you want to feel different, once you want different results and you want to change. So I'm thrilled to know that Manifest with Madeline and this podcast has helped you, Tammy, and anybody else that also wants help actually changing and actually living according to your design, then your best bet right now would be to get inside of the accountability group. You're going to get a lot of the same benefits in that group as you do in Manifest with Madeline. Or you can go to my website and go to the human design tab and just keep clicking through things until you get to the wait list for Manifest with Madeline, which will be opening up in the future. Now, Tammy, since that was your review, you win the prize. So you can go ahead and DM me over on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline. Let me know that was you. And then I am going to make a video answering a big, juicy, detailed human design question of yours. So send me your questions, send me your chart information. And anybody else who wants to win this amazing prize, all you need to do is write a review wherever you listen to this podcast, and I'll select one each week. And if it's yours, then you win the prize of me answering a personalized human design question for you. Now let's switch gears and get into our topic of the reflectors, not self theme. If you've listened to the past four episodes, then you understand what a not self theme is by now. But if you're not sure, just finish this episode and then go back and listen to those other ones as well. The not self theme is the one word that tells you that you're out of alignment. And it's pretty simple, but it's not that easy to actually apply to your life. So I'm here today to help you reflectors really understand 
what this not-self theme word means, what the self-theme word means, the word that means you're in alignment, and where does this come from, how does it happen, and how do you get back into alignment? So here we go. Reflectors, your not-self theme is disappointment. So when you feel disappointment, it's kind of like you got your hopes up about something turning out a certain way, and it didn't. Or maybe you were really hoping that that new hobby you started or that book you started or that interest that you have, you were really hoping it was going to be your thing forever. And then one day it just no longer fits and you feel disappointment. Or perhaps somebody that you've connected with now no longer aligns with you and you feel disappointment. So I have a perfect example of this. There is a reflector that I got to know really well at one point in my life, and we were very connected, really on the same page, and then things sort of turned south. I started to express some needs, some boundaries of mine in a respectful manner. Those things did not work for this reflector, And this person ended up feeling massive disappointment in me. And the relationship ended, unfortunately, not in a very good way. It wasn't like a screaming match. It wasn't any humongous, you know, yelling or fighting, nothing like that. But it definitely didn't end on good terms. And it was really sad. And I felt that it was completely unnecessary for this person to be upset by these needs of mine. Um, and so she ended up feeling massive, massive disappointment. Now, maybe I'm making that up. She didn't tell me she felt disappointment, but from my observe observations of her, it was pretty clear that she was disappointed. Her behavior, her words, the way that she was acting showed disappointment. Maybe it's not true, but for the sake of an example, let's say this person was disappointed because our relationship just no longer aligned. It just didn't work out. So does that mean that she did something wrong or that I did something wrong? Not necessarily, but when a reflector looks at something like that, a quote-unquote failed relationship, I'm using failed in quotes because it's not really failed, it's just a misaligned or an ending of a relationship. When a reflector looks at that end of a relationship as a disappointment, it will always make that reflector feel out of alignment. It will make them feel worse. It will kind of demagnetize them, misalign them, and make them feel really bad. Instead of if that reflector looked at the end of the relationship or at my actions and my words as surprising or, wow, what a surprise. This is an adventurous thing and something just shifted and changed and I'm intrigued, I'm interested, and I'm even possibly delighted at what doors this could open or what shifts are happening or this energy of, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Interesting. When a reflector carries that reaction or response to something happening, that gives them the the sense that they're in alignment. That gives them their self-theme. So the self-theme word for a reflector is surprise. When they're open, they're receptive to anything that shows up that day, that reflector is going to experience delight, awe, excitement, 
easiness, and nice sense of surprise. A reflector is meant to go about their day or go about their life as if they're in an ice cream store tasting all of the different ice cream flavors. And it's so exciting and fun and a little bit silly and it's you don't really know what it's going to be like. It's like this childlike innocence or this sense of stepping into the river of the unknown or just a sense of being in a beginner's mindset. When a reflector carries that, they have so much more alignment and success and magnetism in life. So imagine if you're at the ice cream shop with your friends or your kids or some really fun people that you just love, and you're all going to taste all the 50 different flavors, are you going to get really mad when you taste one that you don't like? Like, are you going to stomp your feet and get really disappointed and just upset and have it ruin your day if you taste a flavor that's not for you? No, what a Debbie Downer. No, you are going to expect that you're not going to love every single flavor and you might even laugh or giggle or squeal when you taste an ice cream flavor that's so yucky. Like, do you, okay, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, like big, big Harry Potter fan. Do you guys remember that scene where they were in the boys' dormitory in their little bedroom, and it was like Neville Longbottom and Harry and Ron and that other guy, and they were eating all of those um, candies that taste like mysterious things, and they give you like really weird flavors, and there's like earwax, and I don't even remember boogers or vomit, but then there's also really good ones like cherry or chocolate or strawberry. Well, they're eating those nasty flavors, and there's they're laughing, they're giggling, they're so delighted by the surprise, and you just don't know what you're going to get. That's a perfect example of the outlook that a reflector should have in life. You, It's like, I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know what's going to show up today, even if I think I know this person, or even if I think I know this situation. You want to allow yourself to delight in the surprise and the adventure of whatever happens, happens. Instead of expecting everything's going to be consistent, everything's going to be great, and then something happens and you just feel doom and disappointment because it's not what you expected. Of course, it's okay to be you know, sad or to have low feelings. Like, for example, when I shared my boundaries and my needs with that reflector that I know, it's totally acceptable for that person to feel sad or um, even upset or confused or negative or bummed because I'm expecting something different or I'm asking for something different that perhaps isn't for them. But overall, like the umbrella emotion that would help that reflector stay in alignment would be surprise. Like, oh, wow, I was not expecting that. And then they can process the feelings that they're having underneath that. Like, let me let me just process this on my own. A reflector does really well processing their emotions when they're actually away from other people. They're physically in their own space. And let me process through that and take some time. And We all non-reflectors need to give reflectors all of the time that they need. We need to be patient with them. We need to allow them to really take time, like maybe even a month of time to process something that might take somebody else a couple of minutes or a day. But it isn't going to ever feel good for that reflector to just end 
in disappointment and just decide I'm disappointed in this situation and that's that and I'm not even going to reflect. They're a reflector. They're meant to reflect. So I hope that this is kind of making sense for you. Just to review it one more time, really super simple. When a reflector responds to a situation with disappointment and it just stops there and they just wallow in disappointment, that's showing them that they are out of alignment. When they have a response to something of delight or surprise, adventure, that shows them that they are in alignment. Now let's discuss just a little bit more conditioning that is common for reflectors. A lot of reflectors feel really bad about themselves and they say that they're just too sensitive or they've been told as a child that they're so sensitive and they need to just rub some dirt into it or just toughen up or stop being so sensitive or picky. But reflectors are supposed to be the canary in a coal mine. Imagine if we had a tribe of a hundred people and we were all living in a community together, there would be probably one reflector in that tribe. And the reflector is so important when they're super sensitive because when the reflector is feeling a lot of negativity from the tribe, they are actually being a mirror for the tribe and showing the group that there is something off with the group and we need to look at the group, look at the tribe and course correct. Or when the reflector is feeling incredible, then we know that the tribe is going in the right direction. So it's very, very good for reflectors to be sensitive, but that doesn't mean that they should just completely fall apart and wallow in disappointment or self-pity or depression out of control. Sensitive is not the same thing as being a victim to negativity. You can be sensitive as a reflector, meaning like you've got all the psychic abilities. You've got all the spidey senses. You've got all the superpowers. You are literally psychic. You can hear people's thoughts, their deep soul desires, their fears, their instincts, what lights them up. You can jump on board with people's dreams and visions. You can feel people's emotions. That is what it means to be sensitive. Being sensitive doesn't mean if somebody frowns at you, you fall apart and cry and you have to hide away and feel bad about yourself and experience shame. No, everybody can have kind of a tough skin, meaning that they take responsibility for themselves by focusing on following their self-theme and avoiding their not-self-theme. But the reflectors should really listen to their sensitivities, their spidey senses, their sixth senses, the things that we can't see, touch, taste, um, hear, all of that. They've got so much power in the unseen. Another very common piece of conditioning for reflectors is that people think that they need to just decide who they are, like claim your spot in this world, define who you are, have labels. Make it clear because the more clear you are about you, the more powerful and impressive you are. And that's just not true for a reflector. When a reflector flows and experiences variety in life, they're so much happier and more aligned. So let's think of that that ice cream shop again. 
let's even go through, I'm just making this up. This is going to be fun. Let's go through all the different energy types in the ice cream shop and what it might look like. A reflector is meant to taste all of the flavors and delight in that. A manifester might get an instinct that they know exactly which flavors to try and they're going to beeline it to those flavors only and just not even consider the other ones. A manifesting generator will feel a pull towards probably a lot of them, but not everything. A generator will feel pulled towards specific flavors. They might consider a lot of them, but they'll know just by being near certain flavors which one is for them. And then a projector will see from observing the flavors, they'll know which ones are right and which ones are wrong just by observing or which ones are good or which ones are bad. They won't even need to like experience them so much. They'll just know from the observation or from being in their presence. So again, reflectors, you're meant to experience delight and surprise with variety in life. Spices, flavors, variations, new things all the time. And when something happens to you that is shocking, upsetting, um, out of the blue, see if you can get yourself to go, wow, what a surprise. Oh my goodness. I wasn't expecting that. And those kinds of words might feel fake for the first 10 times, for the first 100 times you try it. But the more that you delight in the surprise and then reflect on your emotions and take as long as it takes to feel your emotions, reflect on what you really think about the situation, but not wallow in disappointment and just shut and slam doors because you feel disappointment. I hope that that was helpful. If anybody wants help applying this to their life, getting an alignment and figuring out how to actually be your design, please join me in the accountability group. If you're listening to this in real time, we start in less than a week on Tuesday, August 8th. The group is actually filling up, so there's not a lot of spots left at the time that I'm recording this, and I would just love to have you there. I plan to open up more time slots, maybe the evenings, maybe the weekends in September, as long as this group goes well, and if I feel lit up by it and energized by it, then absolutely I will expand the group to more times. Thank you again for writing your reviews. I read all of them. I see them. I love you and I send you so much good energy. And also thanks to everybody who shares the show over on social media. It's one of my favorite things to open up Instagram and see that you've tagged me in the episode that you're listening to. You take a screenshot, share it, tag me, and I'm just thrilled to see who's listening because it's really weird doing a podcast. Actually, want to know something funny? Right now, I'm standing in the storage closet at Studio Timeout where I do my recordings. Normally, I record in my office, but we got a new air conditioner in there and I cannot turn it off and it's making all this noise. And the whole rest of the building is like super high ceilings, warehouse style, and it's so echoey. So I'm staring at our huge mountain of paper towels and toilet paper right now in the storage closet because this is literally the only place I can record. But Why I'm even saying that is because it's super weird for me knowing that thousands of you listen to this information and I don't even know who almost any of you are. So please reach out so that I know who you are. Um, I just, I truly want to know every single one of you. All right, let me stop babbling. Have a beautiful rest of your week and I will catch you next time.